1: where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe. Interview the experts, learn, and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us?
0: They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy.
1: That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net.
0: Can't wait to see you there. Sexual health care can be so much more than STI testing. WISP offers services like emergency contraception, help in delaying your period, UTI treatments, and so much more. They even have a product called the OMG Cream that helps provide more fulfilling orgasms for women. Wiz provides same-day prescriptions and can give you discreet treatment in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Check out the link in our show notes or go to hellowiz.com and use code SWING for 15% off.
2: Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout.
1: Hey there, Pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy.
0: And Southern Girl.
1: And today we got a, I don't know if it's a special episode, it's it's an interesting episode. We got a a hot off the press, a hot topic, (laughs) a topic of great discussion. It is. Uh, Today, in this podcast episode, we're going to talk about swinging and content creators.
0: We are.
1: Whether, you know... They should be allowed in, in swinger events. Yeah. Whether they're real swingers. Uh, all the things. Yeah. So kind of what sparked this. And this is, this is it's going to be an interesting conversation, I think, because it's, we've had this conversation, I feel like, in a lot of different circles here in the last couple of months.
0: Well, I think this is always, ever since like the day one we started making TikToks, making content, I think this has been a topic of discussion, um, but I feel like. As we like, as our society moves into this like more digital. I mean, I don't know how more more digital you can Mm -hmm. get at this point, but I do feel like everything is social media is such a presence in our lives that I feel like every day I think more people are learning about the lifestyle, joining lifestyle, and more people are concerned about this. Like, am I gonna get exposed? Are people gonna see me? What are the rules? So I just and I think that a lot of people don't really know. And so I think because they're not really educated on it, they assume the worst or they're being told the worst. And so I think like really breaking it down and having a conversation about it is going to be beneficial because truth be told, I didn't know any of these things prior to like joining this world. So I would be like just, I would be there with them if I didn't have to learn this the hard way.
1: Yeah, and I agree. And just real quick, if we did do a podcast on swinging in the social media age, yes, where we talked about you know if you have social media and you're you're posting lifestyle type things on social media, kind of ways to protect yourself. This is different. This is going to be different than that conversation. But I just wanted to point back to that. So if people have questions or want to know more about that, go back and listen to that swinging in the social media age episode and we're, we'll talk more about social media and how that kind of works and how to protect yeah. yourself this episode i want to specifically get into like you're talking about only fan creators and in the swinging lifestyle and the filming and where filming, can you right.
0: film where can't you film what is an influencer? what is a content creator so that's really and dan and i are just going to have like an open discussion about it because truth be told we get asked about this all the time this is not a new topic like we said so it's just it's kind of time to break it down a little bit
1: yeah and it is interesting in, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to toot our own horn, but I think we're actually really qualified to talk about this because I almost feel like we were kind of at the forefront of this swinger influencer kind of thing that's happened in the last yeah. couple of years, right? Yeah. When you know, when we first started on TikTok, there wasn't any. Pub- there was like public two or swingers. three.
0: There was like two or three. Um- To be maybe less than five. Right. And so we started in April of 2021. It is about to be, it is 2024 when we're recording this. So we're almost about to be at three years. So I feel like three years of doing this day in and day out kind of gives us a little bit of like a platform to speak on it. We, we by no means are experts and everybody does things differently than what we do. So someone may have a different opinion about it than we do. This is just two swingers who happen to stumble across this whole OnlyFans content creator.
1: Influencer. S- situation. Yeah. And
0: now three years later, this is us just chatting about it. So. Right. And <laughs> I, I think
1: the, the keys are kind of what you highlighted. I think, you know, um, so so I guess to backtrack a little bit part of what sparked this podcast episode is there's a reddit thread it's r swingers so if you if you're not on reddit everything on reddit is an r reddit thread and, and there's one that's swingers there's like a half a million close to a half a million people yeah. that have subscribed to this page and honestly it's, it's a pretty good page
0: it is like if you are thinking about joining the lifestyle or even if you've been in the lifestyle for a while this is a great place to get information of course it's all people's opinions and it's not really you know it's I don't know how to describe that. It's not like.
1: You're right. It's just random people. Yeah, it's just
0: random people. Saying what
1: they think. But it's not sometimes
0: a- hearing random people's ideas and thoughts, you know, there's couples that comment or post on there about something their husband or their wife did and ask other swingers, how would you handle the situation? Mm-hmm. Or how would you handle the situation with the couple? So if you're looking for advice, I mean, obviously, our Discord is amazing. <laughs> but if you would like a different source, this Reddit thread is really a great place to go.
1: Right. And so on this Reddit thread, like I said, it has like a half a million people, somebody on there posted and essentially said, what the what the fuck is going on with (laughs) swingers and content creators? Content creators are ruining the lifestyle and essentially called us out by name in that post
0: yes we were we were Uh, commenting. and
1: and normally me and lacy have kind of learned over the last two years there are other you know podcasters and other public people that get called out on different social media and they they get in there and try to fight back and and still and we've done that before
0: because you feel like you need to defend yourself Mm -hmm. you know you want especially when you don't feel like you're doing anything wrong like you have a much like better um What's the word? I'm like, you can handle yourself better. Me, I immediately react on emotion and I want to argue back. Right. But you do a good job of being (laughs) like, let's take a break. (laughs) My
1: point is over the last three years, we've, we've, I think I've convinced Lacey (laughs) to adopt the policy of we're just not going to engage in that because I, I personally think that, that you know, somebody claps at you and you clap back and then you go back and forth. It just makes everybody look bad and you're really not going to convince the person. And then I almost think it encourages them to clap more like, you know, I mean, they think they're getting your attention. So then they post more. So I mm. don't know. To me, it's just not worth all of that. Now, if something like this where it, it, it drove enough traffic to where like I think it's worth talking about. So yeah. Let's come to, on our platform and let's have an open and honest Real conversation, and about this has it. been
0: like a month ago. Oh, it so, probably
1: more than a couple of months. So, I think, like, yeah. we
0: have had time to like digest it and think about it and make like a level-headed, like, well, this we're just having a conversation, mm-hmm. but you know, when you react, that's you never, it never <laughs> comes out well. So, here we are. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so basically, what we want to do is. T- you know, I've read through that thread, and there's there's hundreds of comments, and mm-hmm. there seem to be some overarching concerns from like the community as a whole. Yeah, and that's really why I think we decided to do this podcast episode. It's not to clap back in any individual. No, because so. I
0: think that their concerns are valid. And had I, like, let's say four years ago, before I entered the um, content creation world. Those would also be my concerns. Right. If
1: we were in a different yeah. position and didn't have the inside knowledge that we Correct. have, yeah. we would probably be thinking the same way as a lot of these people in that thread.
0: Correct, yes. Right. And that, mm-hmm.
1: so that's why, that's basically the reason we want to talk about it is because we want to acknowledge some of that, have conversations about that. Yeah, because they're
0: valid. They're very valid concerns. Um, I just don't think people really know a lot about it. <laughs>
1: So I think that's why it rose to the, let's do a podcast episode about this because it, it did seem to be some overarching concerns that need to be talked mm-hmm. about. All right, so before we actually get into the the details of this, I think there is some kind of terms that we need to define. Yeah. Right, because if we're going to talk about uh, content creators, we're going to talk about influencers, like what does that mean? What's the difference? Let's let's define that a little bit. Yeah. All right, so Lacey, what what is an influencer to you? Like if I said... Hey, there's the swinger influencers. What what does that mean? Well, yeah.
0: I'm gonna take swinger off of it first mm-hmm. and let's just talk about influencer. To me, an influencer is anyone that is on social media that has somewhat of a presence. Mm-hmm. So and I don't really know the number of followers and I, I don't really think that really matters. Right. If you are influencing people, you may have fifty followers, but if you show a lipstick and all fifty of those people think that or some of those fifty people and they go out and buy that lipstick, then you have influenced someone. And So to me, an influencer is anyone on social media that has a following that is influencing Yeah, you know? and that's
1: literally like the Webster's Dictionary of Influencers, a person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or yeah. service.
0: And I think like Swinger, you know, I'll use beauty as an example because I just used lipstick. You put Swinger on the front of that opposed to a beauty influencer who Influence you to go buy a lipstick, a swinger influencer is going to influence you to go to a certain swinger club or for like whatever. They might not even be selling anything. A lot of people that post swinger content on the internet are not actually trying to sell you anything. Some people are just trying to educate people. Mm. And that would be, and that may be your next question mm. is what is an educator? So I guess that's where the difference lies right. there.
1: Yeah. So the word influencer, it really is somebody that's influencing potential buyers mm-hmm. to push them to a product yeah uh, and this it's it's a huge thing in marketing right now and you know because this is kind of our full-time job you know i've listened to podcasts about this and it, it's it's interesting there's a lot there's a lot to it and you know even getting like tiktok and now the tiktok marketplace and you know they're trying to compete with amazon and they're trying to compete with youtube i mean that's a whole it's a whole subject and it's, it's pretty interesting but mm-hmm. it seems like the influencer space or influencing marketing, um, is kind of a it's, it's a newer thing in the last year or two, a couple of years, you know, five years or whatever. Um, but it seems like to be a realm that's just expanding.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, think about it. Before we had influencers, we had celebrities that would wear a certain pair of tennis shoes, and then we all wanted them. Or think about like makeup brands would hire the celebrities to wear their makeup, mm-hmm. and then we would buy it because. Whoever we saw was right. on the cover. Right.
1: In a way, those celebrities were influencers. They the, were, time, yeah. yeah.
0: And so I think like it's just evolved to people that have created a following, but yet are not like true celebrities. Because celebrities in the past were always like, like sports players and models and actresses and actors. And I just think that's we because of social media we've just unlocked this whole world of people that can be like a mini celebrity within their own right
1: yeah and it is funny you know we're getting a little bit off on a tangent but i think it's worth talking about if you talk to our kids and you say who's tom cruise they look at you like you're crazy right they're like i don't know who tom cruise is they don't even watch movies or tv shows Mm -hmm. they watch tiktok they watch youtube and if you, you know if you say who uh you know you name a youtuber uh Mr. Beast. Who's Mr. Beast? I mean, they, they know him. Yeah. They know all of his friends. They know, you know, they can name the last five videos they did. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting. I think the younger generations, YouTube and TikTok and all these things are their form of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so.
0: Which that- can be hard for our generation, who's about to be 40, to comprehend that, or even people that are older than us, because we did not grow up with that.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's fascinating. You yeah. Know, again, it's our it's kind of our job now. So I research a lot into it. And, you know, they're saying like TikTok has the potential to take over as far as getting more people are searching things on TikTok now or getting close to be, being more people searching things on TikTok now than are on Google. You know what That's I mean? Crazy. So we used to say like, oh, go Google that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now like this younger generation is they're literally TikTokking everything if they mm-hmm. want. And you've even talked about it a little bit. Like, If you want to cook a recipe, Mm -hmm. you used to Google a recipe. Now a lot of people are turning to things like TikTok and YouTube to search up. Yeah,
0: I do that all the time. Like if I want like a certain thing, I'll just type it in. I can watch a quick minute, two minute video and it tells me exactly how to do it. And I don't have to like just read it.
1: Yeah. All right. So that was a little bit of a tangent. All right.
0: Sorry. (laughs) But
1: then the the second definition I want to talk about is what is a content creator? So we talked about what an influencer is. What's a content creator?
0: Well, I think there's two types of content creators. I think anybody that films themselves and puts it on the internet is a content creator. Um, Like me making TikToks and putting them on TikTok is a form of content. It is content creation. However... Having an OnlyFans or having like a spicy, sexy Instagram or a sexy Twitter—any of those are also another form of content creation. It's just more like on a sexy side. Right. And you—you yeah. you
1: said film yourself, but I wouldn't even consider podcasting is a form of content, yeah, no, content you're creation, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: yeah. So and that's you're right. A content creator is anyone um, who creates content that's entertaining or, or educational, yeah, right? And they and post it to some media.
0: I mean, OnlyFans is entertaining.
1: <laughs> it, it is. Uh, so when we say in our circles and, yeah. and even, you know, this Reddit page, when they talked about content creator, most of the pe- people, at least within the lifestyle, when they say content creator, they are talking about an adult content creator.
0: Correct. But I would say the majority of people who say content creation within like the TikTok world are right. not talking about OnlyFans. I would agree. Yeah. With that. Yeah. So it depends on what circle and what you're doing. For instance, like if I'm making TikToks, I don't say I'm making content. I say I'm making TikToks. Mm-hmm. But if I say I'm gonna go make content, that's typically I've set up something to go have sex on camera.
1: Right. That sounds so embarrassing to say. (laughs) I think it's good we define that. So going Mm -hmm. forward in this podcast, if you hear us talking about content creation, we're probably talking about adult content creation. And if we're talking about like influencer or, you know, we'll kind of we'll try to make sure we differentiate between the two. But I think it is good to kind of define those two. Mm -hmm. Okay, All right. So now that we've kind of defined what an influencer is and what a content creator is, let's let's talk about them within the swingers lifestyle so let, let's start with influencing okay and and people that are on TikTok, that are on youtube that are uh podcasting What i guess what do you what did you when you read through that reddit thread when you've said things that are being seen about content about influencers in the swinger lifestyle what are some of your thoughts just on that in general are influencers good? Is, is swingers being on you know, social media good? Is it bad? is I,
0: it I think it depends on the person. Some people very much love that swinging is just like our naughty thing that we sneak away and go and do. And truth be told, when we first started on social media, I was very much in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, having this like underground naughty- this, naughtiness that no one else knew is what made swinging fucking hot you know Mm. we could sneak away we could do our dirty deeds and we could come back home and you're like at work you know monday and you're like thinking about all these naughty things and it's like this little inside secret that only you know and your husband but nobody else and to me that was like half of the fun right i love that um and then on the flip side when people know we shouldn't have to keep it a secret, right? We don't have to go to work and talk about it, but we shouldn't have to like live in fear that people are going to find out. So I think there's a, a big group of people that like that it's underground and would prefer that there be no swinger influencers and it just stay the way it's always stayed and it'll just be the way it always has been. Um, So I, I see both sides. I see why people think swinger influencers are bad. And I – but I don't know. I have more to say, but I don't know if you want me to keep going.
1: No, I think – I mean, I think this is an important discussion. And I I agree with what you're saying. And we've got a lot of criticism, you know, especially – not so much nowadays, but in the first year of us, you know, becoming swinger influencers, so to speak, there was a lot of people that are like, what are you doing? Like, what (laughs) what the fuck are you doing? You're not supposed to talk about this. Mm -hmm. And there was almost this, I think – their feeling was you're exploiting our community for clicks and likes Mm -hmm. and follows. Mm -hmm. And for some people that put a dirty taste in their mouth.
0: Yeah. But I think this could be said for anything, Mm -hmm. swingers, beauty, sports, anything. Um, But I will say that because we've got, we've also gotten shit basically for having a swinger business. Mm -hmm. If there was not people that took their own personal, finances and invested in the lifestyle, we wouldn't have hotel takeovers. We wouldn't have clubs. We wouldn't have these awesome resorts to go to.
1: You wouldn't have websites. Yeah, you
0: wouldn't have websites. So it takes somebody brave enough to put their money where their mouth is to start these things. So it's like you can't have this like underground world where no one knows about it, but yet still have all these resources and fun places to go. You know, like you have to give a little. And unfortunately, most people that own lifestyle businesses work for themselves and have and like they're putting their face out there, they're putting their reputation on the line, and it's scary. Does that I mean like No,
1: I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, that that's a very valid point. And you know, we're getting a little off the tangent of influencers, but just lifestyle businesses in general. But and on, it's the same with it. I think you're right. I think what you're saying is being an influencer how is that any different? Yeah. But
0: most lifestyle businesses, the people or know that they're, I mean, there's a few that know it's a few underground. a owners
1: that they don't. But
0: they're influencing. Yeah. They may not be right, like on right. Their brand show. is out there. Yeah, right. their face may not be the brand. But they are influencing people to come to their parties. Mm-hmm. It's a form of influencing, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. No, you're, you're correct. And I think I think that is a good distinction, right? And that, that would be kind of my pushback to anybody that's like, oh, if you're profiting off of this this community, if you're making money from this, you're, you're essentially taking advantage of us. But the truth is, if nobody invests the time, energy, and resources into this community to create clubs and, and parties and safe spaces and websites and, and all these other things, then there is no community, or at least yeah. it's it's very very hard to have that sense of community without those people that are doing that. Correct. And it is interesting, you know, we get a lot of slack about you know having the you know having getting clicks and likes and views and all that, but you don't hear that. You very rarely hear like i can't believe that club is taking advantage of the lifestyle <laughs> you know what i mean and
0: they're selling right. tickets most people, to come there right. most yes. people
1: value those type mm-hmm. of like those brick and mortar kind of institutions
0: yeah. it's like for some reason because we are showing our face and we're doing it on like a social media maybe it's because it's new mm-hmm. we get a lot of hate from it mm-hmm. but truth is is like People don't know about these clubs. They don't know how to find them. They don't know where to go. And they just need someone to tell them. Mm -hmm. And I wish when we first started that we would have had people tell us. We had to like ask somebody and ask somebody and and hope, you know, and then like go to SLS and hope maybe it like sounds good, but we've never actually talked to anybody that's went. So we really don't know. We're just going to go and see what happens. So I don't know. I don't maybe like. The social media aspect of it makes us come across as ingenuous. I don't know. Is that how you say that word? Right.
1: Well, I think if people look at you and they see you as seeking attention, Mm -hmm. maybe that's why it seems right. Because instead of it being like, oh, club, you know, trapeze or Colette or whatever, it's oh, it's Dan and Lacey, you know, that are trying to get clicks and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So maybe that's it. It seems more like we're seeking fame or seeking, you mm-hmm. know, like maybe that's why they don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't really know, but I think it is interesting what you're saying is, you know, I guess to kind of wrap up this point about influencers, what people probably don't realize and which what I didn't realize until we got into this is to do this influencing job creates, it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and you probably both work between 40 and 60 hours a week mm-hmm. between all the content that we create and posting it. Um, we have tens of thousands of dollars invested into our, you know, Swinger Society, which is our event group. Um, you know, when we throw events, we risk tens of thousands of dollars yeah. every time.
0: And sometimes we don't make a profit. We just did our
1: taxes for last year. Half of our events, we probably lost money. Yeah. On. You know what I mean? And, and I know people people don't understand that because they don't know the detail. You know, they, they think, oh, I paid, you know, $800 to go to Secrets. Dan and Lacey must be making money hand over fist. They don't realize that, you know, a lot of that money went to secrets and then we had to hire DJs and staff Mm -hmm. and so they don't they don't see the inner workings of that. Mm -hmm. And and I totally get that. I don't people and I guess I'm not really defending that part of it. But what I guess my point is, if you want people to create this content and educational content, if you want people to learn, right, if you want a place for people that that are curious about the lifestyle that can see stuff and, and engage them and then show up to these events mm-hmm. and show up to, I mean, really what we're trying to do is grow the community, right? To, yeah. to spread the message. We love this lifestyle. We love the swimmer community. We want people that maybe are curious about it but don't know it exists. We, we, we're, we're trying to be like a gateway to those people to bring them um to the different clubs and events and and, and into the community and into the fold, so to speak. Um, But that takes a, a lot of time. It takes a lot of resources. It's a full-time job for us. Mm-hmm. So I do think... We have to be able to pay our bills, right? (laughs) Like we have to I have a mortgage. We have kids in college. Like we have to there has to we have to monetize that in Mm -hmm. some way just in order for us to be able to do it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe people don't like that, but it's it's the reality of the situation. And and if we didn't monetize it, we wouldn't be able to do it when we'd have nine to five jobs and you know, some probably somebody else would do it. But you know, like I I think that kind of wraps up that whole influencer thing. I I think people don't realize that people that are working 40 to 60 hours a week on something, it's it's okay to be compensated for that. And, yeah. and really the most of our money is through affiliate marketing and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. But I also want to talk about real quick before we wrap this up, we are in the minority on TikTok of swinger influencers. Most swinger influences have a full-time job. True, They do not make money because we typically cannot join the creator fund on TikTok because usually as soon as we do and our content is suggested sexual and we get banned. So I would say your average influencer is working a nine to five, has children, has a husband or wife that's also working, and is on top of that, trying to make TikToks, trying to do all these things. So we're kind of like, we're we're blessed that we actually get to do this full time. But most of the people that you're seeing on your social media feed, that is not the case. And I think that's really important to, to no, mention. No, I'm actually
1: really glad that you brought that up because- You're true. We're probably in the top 1%, 5% of content creators that have been able to find a way to monetize it. And, and, you know, honestly, a lot of that is through our content creation, our OnlyFans page. But in order to, you know, we've been able to monetize it to make it into a full-time job. Where the majority of your influencers, this is not their full-time job, but they've taken all the same risks that we Yeah, taken.
0: correct. Like they have the OnlyFans. They have, they're putting their face out there for non-monogamy. They're doing all the same things that we're doing, but yet they have to go into work every day and take the risk that their employer is going to find that and possibly fire them for what they're doing on the internet and so not only are these people like trying to push out information trying to show how awesome the lifestyle is and really just trying to better the lifestyle they're also putting their life and their livelihood at risk to do that yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. we
1: actually you know we have several friends that have paid consequences mm-hmm. um, for the you know their jobs um, they've had to deal with custody cases you know all the negative things that people in this lifestyle can have to face we have several friends that are quote unquote influencers who aren't necessarily making enough money for it to be their primary job Mm -hmm. um they've they've gone through lots of turmoil because they've chosen to to put their face out there and Mm -hmm. and kind of educate about this lifestyle i think that's you know kudos to them for for doing that and i think what people don't realize is that's the risk you take when you go down this Mm -hmm. kind of down this pathway Mm -hmm. um yeah and ultimately i think at least all of the influencers that we are connected with or that we know really the goal of all of this is to spread a positive message about yep, the lifestyle 100%. to to show shed a positive light to end the stigmas right because our opinion my opinion your opinion swinger society our business model is really that we want to change the community in a way that well, not even a community we want to change society in a way that future swingers do not have you shouldn't have to what you do in your bedroom shouldn't you sh- your employer shouldn't have a say in that, mm-hmm. um, you know. So anyway, that, that's kind of the point of the the influencer thing. And I, I think we kind of went off on a <laughs> tangent there a few but times. But that's
0: okay. But I think it's all very valid and important things to talk about.
1: Yeah. Okay. So well, I think now's the perfect time to take a little break, hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast so that we can get a little bit of that affiliate money and pay our, <laughs> pay our rent. Uh, and then when we go get back, I want to dig more into OnlyFans content creation. Yes creating content at events and all that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. We'll be right back guys. We here at the swing nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger.
0: That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on. And it delays the time that you orgasm. So you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of.
1: And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that.
0: Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today.
2: Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. ShamelessCare.com.
1: Hey, Swing Nation listeners, it's Dan here, and I want to know why you haven't checked out Cassidy.com yet. Cassidy is a lifestyle website where you can connect with other swingers, see lifestyle events near you, and chat with attendees, as well as post travel plans to meet up with pineapple people across the country. We want you to try Cassidy completely risk-free by using the 90-day Elite Membership Trial link in our show notes, or by going to theswingnation.info and clicking on the Cassidy banner under Favorite Apps and Products. All right, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. So on the front half, we talked uh, about what content creators were, what influencers were, uh, you know, and we kind of got into the weeds about people being on social media and influencers and stuff like that. Um, Now, what I want to do on this side of the break is really dig into some of the concerns that people had on that Reddit thread and Mm -hmm. maybe some concerns that people in the lifestyle have in general, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I read through those hundreds of comments and stuff like that, the overarching concern was, hey, if these influencers, if these content creators are going to lifestyle venues and events, they're putting all of us at risk, yeah. right? Because they're they're making TikToks, they're making YouTubes, they're making adult content. And I don't want to go to an event with these people because I don't want to end up on in their content.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, what, what do you say to them?
0: Well, honestly, those comments, like, I, especially the OnlyFans comments, I want to scream. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I want to like put a big banner up and be, or like type in a cap to be like, oh my God, this is not how this works. So, um, so just quick, well, not quickly, but we can talk about this. OnlyFans is super, like, they're on it. Um, so for example, we filmed a video not long ago. a, a only fans video and dan was his shadow was in the video and it flagged us because we did not have you didn't tag me we didn't tag him so if there are four people in your video you have to have four people tagged if you have 75 people in your video 75 people will be tagged. Um, We talked to a friend today that her husband was in the mirror in the background of a video and she got flagged and it got taken down. So I think people think that you can whip out a camera in a playroom of a club and film and then go throw it up on a website and sell it. And that is not the case at all. In order to be a creator on OnlyFans, you have to submit A lot of documents. It's a lot of work. It's not like you can't even get approved like in a day. You have to do
1: tax forms. You have to submit photo IDs. You have to submit photo ID with your face in it. Yeah, you have to Um, take take
0: a picture of yourself holding a piece of paper and take your picture of yourself holding your ID. It's a lengthy process. And most people, it gets sent back two or three times before they get approved. So... Let's just squash this right now once and for all. If you were in a playroom and somebody breaks out a camera and records you, technically, yes, they can upload that to OnlyFans, but it will only be up for like a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> if that. If that, because OnlyFans is on it and they don't play around. We've had our accounts like completely taken down because they changed their policies. Like husband and wife used to share account and they changed the policy and then they said no, everybody has to have an account. Right. Um, I, I think they even had used some AI where they're scanning people. I think so they are
1: doing some facial recognition times. Yeah, so stuff, it's yeah.
0: extremely secure in that realm. So I just – I think that's really re- – that is very, very important that you hear that, what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, that's – I think that's – the biggest misnomer I saw mm-hmm. in that Reddit thread is that there was generally people that had concerns that they didn't want to go to – in the playrooms with OnlyFans creators because they didn't want to end up on OnlyFans without – giving their consent or permission. And a hundred percent that cannot happen.
0: Not to mention every club that I've ever been in will not allow you to have a camera. They will not. um, If you get caught with a camera, they're going to escort you out regardless of OnlyFans. That is just like a club rule. Um, So I think that, you know, not only do you have the OnlyFans protection, but you have the club and their security as well on your side there.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: No, it's that's it's it's a very valid and I, I you know that was the overarching concern uh, from that Reddit thread is that people were concerned about adding up on you know OnlyFans having sex when they d- they didn't consent to do mm-hmm. that. Um, that's pretty much impossible. Now, could somebody record it and post it on some other me- m- median? Um So if OnlyFans definitely you have to be confirmed. Any other adult like Pornhub, uh, Fansly, you know any adult. If, if you were monetizing your content, it definitely, yeah. you, you have to have the, all those same consent forms and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, could people, you know, post it in a group, some you know, in a group chat somewhere on Discord or something, you know, without your consent? Yeah. Yes. That yeah, but could a creepy happen, guy
0: right. in the corner could also right. record and do that. Right. Like that,
1: that would be my point is that's just as likely to happen of somebody that's not, content creators are probably more um, safe about that, right? Yeah. They're probably less likely to do that than... You know, anybody could do that. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, most clubs won't even let you take a, f- a phone into the playrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ones that do, you know, if you if you if anybody got caught, they, it would be the end of your membership. I
0: would not feel comfortable if a club allowed like some clubs, like they're kind of leaning into the social media age. Mm-hmm. And we found a few that like in the bar, like the general area, they don't care if you use your phones. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the new thing.
1: Oh, yeah. But you, when it, it com- used to be when you walked into a swinger club. They either wanted you to lock your phone up, or some of them would have you put like stickers over the cameras mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Nowadays, a lot um, more clubs—I won't say a lot—more clubs are treating the front club area like a public bar or, yeah. or club, mm-hmm. right? That, and if you're in the front where people are dressed and and just dancing, they'll let you have your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them don't let you. I think if you were just recording, like,
0: yeah, I don't think they would let they you. They would, wouldn't let you do that. But they would like, say if I want to take a picture with somebody, like, I get asked. That sounds so weird saying, but I do get asked occasionally for pictures. I will always say, let's go against this wall. Like, I'll take somebody to the corner where there's a a wall behind me and take a picture. I'm not just going to have them take a picture in the middle of the dance floor. Correct. And I think, like, as long as you're being respectful in that sense, I don't think you're going to have any issues. So if if you are in attendance of a club that allows phones in the back, maybe that's not the club that you Mm. should be going to because I I wouldn't go to that club because I would also be concerned because I don't want people recording me and putting it stuff just because I – Upload content to only fans and stuff like that and that's uh, it's stuff that I'm comfortable with it's stuff that I've authorized it's not I don't want someone sneaking and recording me and putting it up either so I can totally relate to that
1: yeah it's somebody that's literally had our porn leaked before yeah um, we're very sensitive to that yeah we much completely so. understand the concerns mm-hmm. of people that that have those concerns but just know that as far as actual adult content platforms, There's no way to post to those platforms unless you're a verified content creator. Yes, correct. Um, Yeah. And then I think that that second point of I think this community as a whole is going to have to deal with this issue of social media and phones.
0: I don't think it's going away. I think there's a whole new crop of. Like, think about 20 something year olds that are entering the lifestyle. They've only ever known their phones, mm-hmm. where we have gone without phones, but we've, you know, we didn't have them until we were out of high school ish, mm-hmm. you know? So, this whole like, you know, like.
1: Plus, the, you're not ones that could take pictures.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, know. Like, you know, late 20s, early 30s, and even the young 20, 22, 23 year olds, they don't know anything different than a phone. So, I think. You can fight the phone situation all we can, but I think we can safely use our phones. We can make sure our kids are okay if they're at home and they need us and we need to get to the phone. We can we can take a picture with our friend in the corner or in a spot where they've allowed pictures. So I think learning how to use our phones safely so we protect ourselves and our friends is better than just saying, okay, no, one, it, no phones, no phones.
1: Yeah. And so if you've attended our events, the Swinger Society events, and really- A lot of the, I think, you know, Naughty's doing it, Splash is doing it, Eye Candy does probably the best at it. Um, A lot of these clubs nowadays are giving essentially safe places for phones, right? So they're giving photo backdrops. They're giving photo boosts.
0: I don't care who you are. Swingers like taking damn pictures. They like taking pictures and they like, <laughs> they like filming. filming. Porn too. <laughs> they like filming it. They yeah. may only share it with their friends, yeah. but they do. So I think that's smart is giving people a place that they can show off their outfit that they worked so hard or how hot they look or how excited they are. Or how hot they are. I mean, I think giving people a place to take these pictures is actually really smart because people are still going to take the pictures regardless. So I think giving them a location to do it just uh, like takes the need to sneak around out, you know, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, as an event coordinator and, and, you know, now building our brand – Having a branded photo backdrop that says, you know, Swinger Society, if they do take those pictures and post them on social media, to me, that's a a win-win, right? You're giving them that safe space. You're helping promote your brand, your club, your event. uh, And and you don't have to – when you give them photo backdrops, you're not worried about them capturing people in the background and stuff like that.
0: But can – so I know this is off-topic from the OnlyFans, and we can circle back to that. But I just thought of something that I wanted to ask you about because this has also been a concern – recently a lot of these clubs and these hotel takeover groups and party planning groups have brought in photographers to take pictures at the parties um can you want to talk a little bit about that because again i think it was on that reddit page there was some concerns about that
1: yeah i I think i understand because we we have an event company and we throw parties now that you want to market your parties, right? You wanna show people having fun. So the challenge for swingers are, we have to do that without outing people. And what I think is a difference between us and some other hotel takeover groups or clubs or stuff like that, is we are, our platforms are public, right? Mm -hmm. So if you post to Instagram, we have no control over who's gonna see it. It could be millions of people, right? Uh, We don't know if we make a TikTok, if it's gonna go viral or not, and who's gonna see it. Um, Some other groups, some other clubs, they have a club Facebook page and they'll post on it. They'll, they'll have a photographer at a, you know, a New Year's event and they'll just dump all their photos onto that that Facebook page mm-hmm. of the club. That only has the people. And they've yeah. vetted people that are in that group that they're club members.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's great, right? Yeah. The problem that I would be worried about is, well, all the, you don't know if those members are going to save, the, you know, like where are they going to then take them and yeah. put them? And we've struggled with this. So we hired a photographer at Secrets. They gave us a, gr- a bunch of great pictures. We were going drop- <laughs> to
0: we got them and we were like, these are wonderful. What the fuck do we do with them?
1: <laughs> right. And we and we had conversations about, oh, let's you know, make a folder and make a room on Discord and share them all on Discord. And then, you know, people that are in the photos can download them and they can have them. And that, that'll be great for them. But then we're like, but fuck, what if yeah. other people take those photos and then post them on Facebook or post them and on social media? And then somebody
0: happens to know somebody. Yeah. And so
1: our concerns is like, well, shit, we don't so basically what ended up happening is we didn't share many of the pictures. Yeah. Any of the pictures that we did share, we made sure nobody was in the pictures or that we, you know, had people edit and blur people. So this is this is the problem, right? And this is <laughs> this is the problem not only for us, it's gonna be the problem for everybody. All I can say is we take a lot of – we try our very, very hardest to protect people. We are
0: ultra-conservative. And what's funny is people give us so much shit about – they're like, oh, they're just taking pictures and they're just posting them. We would be crucified. (laughs) You know, like if we – there's some groups that – and I'm not going to name anybody by name, but there's a lot of groups out there that post – all kinds of pictures they had used the exact same photographers we use mm-hmm. but we because we have such a large social media presence we can't do it because they will come for our heads <laughs> yeah. like honestly um it, and we go th- – we, like, have those pictures, like, on lock and key, and only certain people – like, and we've had to – the people that do have access to them, like, we've had to threaten them. <laughs> like, if you share these pictures, you know, not really threaten, but ask them, right. you know.
1: We're, we're, we're just very cautious. Yeah. So, uh.
0: I, I guess – I'm a little bit in, defensive in that because we have went above and beyond – um with the pictures and we still get like, like we had people like post for pictures because they wanted a picture taken and then after they left then they freaked out and we're calling the photographer and asking what where the pictures are gonna go so it's it's a very hard thing to manage it is like top of our mind though so I just I don't know I just that was something that just dawned on me that I thought was really important to talk about
1: no, and it's, you know, if we're dealing with it, I bet, you know, clubs and other hotel groups are dealing with it. I think we're very, you know, we're more cautious because like you said, people are, you know, critiquing everything we do because we're so public. Uh, but it's definitely something to think about. So what I would, you know, if you're a listener and you're hearing us, you're like, oh, well, crap. Oh, I don't want to go to an event. Then if there's people t- taking pictures and posting them on Facebook, um, before you attend an event, mm-hmm. right, go on to their social media pages, mm-hmm. look at what they're posting, Right. Uh, look at what they're sharing and, and make your own determination on if that's an event that you want to mm-hmm. attend, if if there's fear of being exposed.
0: Yes, but I, you say that, but like if you go to some of our um social media, like if, for instance, if you go to Swinger Society right now, you're going to see people post it. But the truth is, is that every single person that has ever been posted on Swinger Society, we have a signed model release. So, But if somebody that doesn't know Right. Anything about us? They just know. Oh, I've heard of this swinger side. Let me go to their Facebook or their Instagram or wherever and look, and you see all these random people. You might think, Oh, I don't want to go because I don't want to be one of these random people. When in fact, every one of these people have has signed a consent form well, saying. Right. Well, my point me would be, that.
1: I guess the difference would be if you go to these pages and you see. Like overarching pictures of the dance floor, or overarching yeah. pictures of the club. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: but on it, you say that, Dan. But and I'll be the devil's advocate. We could have thirty people in a club, and it, and they take it from right. that angle, and it looks like the club is completely packed. But I guarantee you, we have a signed consent form from every one of those people. It is
1: funny. We clubs have asked us, so we've taken our influencers into clubs when they're closed and had like mock parties so that the clubs can get pictures with people that want to be have their pictures yeah.
0: filmed like like videos in TikToks in clubs before they open and people have came for us because we're <laughs> filming and there's nobody on the fucking dance floor you know i mean like i don't know it's it's it baffles me go ahead i'm sorry no but I, that, <laughs> I guess i'm my, passionate <laughs> my, my
1: point to all this is you have to Assess the risk, I guess, so to speak. Well,
0: but that, you know, that goes for anything you do. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought about that at, like, Naughty in New Orleans. There's, like, lines of people – Going in to these bars with these lanyards on that say "Naughty in New Orleans" and the signs like people they're holding up like "Naughty in yeah. New Orleans," go in here and you're out in public. Right. People are taking yeah. pictures. Yeah, and some of the people were
1: taking pictures of th- um, of the signs.
0: And, and that's and not that. anything like "Naughty in New Orleans" can't shut down Bourbon Street and right, not yeah. and take everyone's phone. That's a risk if you yeah. stand in that line to go into the phone party. To have a great time, and somebody snaps your like—that's a risk you take when you go to that.
1: Yeah, and that was the other. You know, when we were when I was thinking about this episode, it was another thing I was thinking of is non-influencer, just people that attend these events and have their own social media. They're maybe they're probably less versed than we are. You know, I mean, they're Mm -hmm. probably less concerned with it. They're just you know they'll take a couple pictures at Naughty and they post them on their own Facebook page because. You know, they're not super public. They probably they don't have thousands, hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, people aren't really critiquing them. But those pictures could just as easily get to somebody mm-hmm. that knows you, or mm-hmm. you know, like get around. So it definitely just you know, and that's why I encourage you to go go back to that swinging in the social media age. There are things you can do to pro- try to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Make separate lifestyle you know pages and things like that. Um, but overall, I think events, clubs, swinger venues are going to have to deal with this phones, social media thing. And you know we talk when we talk about it in that podcast. You know, I think our ultimate advice at the end was you have to protect yourself mm-hmm. and be aware if people are taking pictures of you. And then you also you also have to protect each other, right? Like yeah. it, You don't want to out somebody. So mm-hmm. if you are taking pictures, it's fine, do that. But mm-hmm. when you go to post them places, make sure that only you're only posting pictures of people that have consented to be posted on on platforms. Yeah. And that, that's really all you can do. I mean, there's no. I don't care who you are, what event company you are, what club you are. There's no way to 100% lock it down and, and protect it, everybody. There's got to be – there's some personal responsibility in this realm for people.
2: Yeah. I
0: agree. Uh, I feel like we got off on a tangent there. I'm sorry about that. No, no I agree. I'm very passionate about this, like or genuinely. I don't get super passionate about a lot of things. I'm pretty, mm-hmm. like, even kill when well, it there's, comes there's to no like, this. Well, there's no
1: right thing. answer, right? Because you could say, okay – what we're going to do is we're going to take phones away from people as soon as they walk in the door. I guarantee you half the people the people are, are not going to show up. Well,
0: you can't do that in some places. <laughs> right. You can't do that in New Orleans. You can't do that, right. you know, when you're – But even if
1: you could, even if you like, had a closed-door club and you said we're taking your phones and locking them up when you come in, there would be people that just wouldn't attend your event because they're like, I, my kids are at home. I'm not going to – I'm not putting my phone away if like, I have – an know, emergency. Right? There's people that just would not yeah. do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's – there's no winning here. Like it, it definitely is – each person is going to have to make their own risk assessment, decide what's best for them, and then proceed accordingly. But what I would encourage is everybody who's in the lifestyle, if we all just watch out for each other and take care of each other, it'll make all the difference in the world, right? If, feel, don't take pictures with 100 people in the background and go posting it on social media.
0: But am I wrong? Like, when you – if you – I mean, like, I don't know if you can link this Reddit post or if you can I – don't, I don't know how that works, but – if you go back and read like these people really think that we're out to expose them like mm. because we're out that we don't care about them and right. that we just want everybody out. And that's not the case at all. To be quite honest, I was devastated when we were outed. I mean, dev like crying on the floor, like I was not okay. I would never want to put someone through what I went through. Now I'm on the other side of it and I'm super grateful for where we where we have gotten and I wouldn't change it. But I'm not going to do that to somebody else. There's no way in hell. So I don't know, where is this disconnect coming where so many people that are in the lifestyle feel like people that create content and or influencers want everyone to do it? Honestly, we probably don't want everyone to do it because it makes it like a bigger pool of people to choose from does that make sense like i don't know (laughs) you
1: want to corner the market
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know
1: we don't want to corner the market but no i will say you know to kind of maybe we'll move on there's a few more questions i want to get answered but to close the door on this yes we make tiktoks yes we make youtube videos yes we make OnlyFans content yes we take photos with our friends um but we are probably two of the most conscious people Mm -hmm. about when we post to our platforms on social media that only the people that are posted are people that want to and have yeah. been consented to be posted. Same mm-hmm. with our podcast. We mm-hmm. eh, before we do a podcast episode, if we're going to talk about a couple or an experience that we had, we always contact that couple and mm-hmm. say, "Hey, we'd really like to talk about the experience we had with you. You know, we can make up some fake names. We can te- protect your identity, but are you okay with us even talking about it? Right? Yeah. And you know, and if they say no, actually, we'd rather not. Um, and
0: they're saying." Things- that we have omitted mm-hmm. because there are people who are our friends and we care about them and we care about their feelings and we don't want to you know like and at the end of the day we're just two swingers who somehow fell into this world like our friendships and the people that we have connected with are top priority to us. Right. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, so are we move, moving on. Moving
1: on from that, I got a few more questions that I want to get answered that were kind of brought up in those in those comments in that comment sections. Um, What about content creators spamming lifestyle like group pages, like these Reddit pages, um, Facebook groups, content creators just go into these pages, just post a sexy picture, because essentially it's clickbait to get you to their OnlyFans. How do you feel about that?
0: You do this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I 100% (laughs) do do this. Dan
0: handles all of our social media, by the way. So if you're ever pissed at something on our social media, it's probably Dan, Mm -hmm. not me. So be nice to me. Um, Yeah. I don't think you should do it. I mean, truth be told, I don't think. If it's like, let's say, I'll just say Nashville, for example. If it's a Nashville group of swingers looking for swingers, and you're posting in there wanting people just to go to our OnlyFans, I don't think that's correct. I think that's that's overstepping. That's just me, like, as your wife, being honest. (laughs) Um, But if you're a real swinger and you're actually looking for people, then maybe that's okay. But, you know, I I don't think, in my opinion, just – Husband wife I don't think you're posting in those groups To actually meet people I think you're posting To get people to go to all my only fans
1: I think it's so it's twofold uh, so <laughs> Sorry I love no, 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 you no, this is, I actually think this is a good conversation mm-hmm. right so um, You know we're in a lot of groups on reddit and, and I do post pictures sexy pictures Of Lacey. and some people Will find our only fans because mm-hmm. of the posts That we make on reddit so it, it is a way To advertise now what I'll say Though is these groups that we're in The point of the groups is to se- Share sexy photos Right. Oh, uh, so like, it's not most like, of them it's like no, it's like, you know, like Nashville Gone Wild is one of the ones mm-hmm. we're in, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just people sharing se- people in the Nashville area sharing sexy pictures. Right. Yeah. So
0: well, can you could you like put in the title like not looking to hook up, but go follow my only
1: <laughs> But that's not know. it's not a like there are Reddit pages that are specific for hookups. Yeah. And then there are Reddit pages that are just to share sexy pictures.
0: Okay. I'll give you a pass Most
1: of the Reddit pages that we post in are just to okay. share sexy pictures. Okay. So what my my point would be, if just because you're a content creator, like everybody is posting in that page, is technically yeah, a content creator. Yeah, I got you. The difference is we ha- you can come and pay us money got to you. see more stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. But I see your point.
0: I I, I, if, I get it.
1: if you get to see Lacey's ass in a thong on this page, why do you care if she's a content creator or if she's just it's still
0: a hot picture? Right, it's just a yeah. hot picture
1: of Lacey, which is the whole point of the group yeah. is to share hot pictures. Yeah. Why are you mad that that person's a content creator?
0: Yeah, no, okay, okay, I see your point. I agree. Now I
1: do agree if you're posting in groups that are meant for genuine connections yeah, and you I have do. no
0: intent. To intent connect. of yeah.
1: genuinely connection. And what I will say is we do post I do post in some of the like Atlanta swingers pages uh-huh. or some of the Nashville Swinger pages. But honestly, if a couple messaged us that was in Nashville that we wanted to connect with. We have met people. We've literally connected (laughs) with people from those pages. Yeah,
0: we have. It's not
1: everybody. 99% of those people are dudes that are just like, hey, look at my dick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't fuck that. Like, we don't go meet them and we don't go fuck Mm -hmm. them. There has been several. I mean, I can think of at least a half a dozen couples that we've met off Reddit that we met through those groups. Yeah. So. We are authentic in that.
0: Okay. So I was probably the, like my, what I was saying was probably the, like what people. Right. You were. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not the one posting. I Mm -hmm. only kind of see, but I do think like maybe don't spam it though. You know, Mm -hmm. like be respectful of other people. Like maybe not post one a day. Maybe, you know, like.
1: yeah but even one, one a day of, uh, in a group that has a thousand posts a day. Like.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Okay. I stand corrected. That's my point. No, I. I actually but kinda, I, do I, I do understand
1: the. Hey, I don't want you if you're not. An, and I think most people are would think what you thought. Hey, they're yeah. just an only. So i They're ed- just educated. spamming this group because yeah. they, they have no. But realistically, if a hot couple messages us from Nashville.
0: Well, but the difference is is that we're we're real swingers. Like right. if you're not and I'm sure that I think this is one of your questions coming up, but if we weren't real swingers and we were just looking for connections for OnlyFans, that would be a different situation. Right. Okay.
1: Then you should be posting in OnlyFans connection pages. Yes, which correct. there are those as yes, well. Yes, Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um transactional sex. So some of what was brought up in, in that Reddit thread is These people are paying each other to have sex with each other. Like, this is just prostitution. I've
0: never paid someone (laughs) to film content with us.
1: Right. Now, there are porn studios there are that will reach out to you we've had a few reach out to us we know some friends that have got reached out to and there's nothing
0: wrong with doing that and they'll
1: pay you and it's not much money if I'm being honest like they'll pay you a couple grand to fly out to California and make a porno with Mm -hmm. them that happens but then
0: they have rights to the video so the difference between like what we film and upload we have we own that footage when you go and film for like a porn company they own the foot they could do whatever they can put it on dVds and sell it they can sell it on the internet all those things so, right.
1: so I guess okay so how does it work then if you're not paying people to come and make content with you how 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 is everybody benefiting
0: okay from so just so we're super clear in Dan and I's relationship i typically handle the content connections mm-hmm. um for the ninety five percent of the time right
1: I mean I might find them but then i always kind of pass them over to you to say like, Hey.
0: Yeah. So uh, typically for me, how it works is if I'm attracted to someone or like, I think that like this would work. I know they're a content creator. I know we're a content creator. I will typically reach out to the wife and, or the couple. Like if we have a group messaging and say, Hey, we are interested in making content with you. How do you feel about it? Most of the time, I would say nine times out of 10, when we make content, we have already had sex with this couple off camera. Um, very, uh, maybe 10 times ever. And we've made a lot of, con- we've we've made like 200, <laughs> we've made a lot of content, maybe 10 times ever, if that, maybe less than that, mm-hmm. have we. I can only
1: totally think of maybe a half a dozen. Yeah. Fat, we
0: yeah. have met a couple just for the intent to make content but even that couple we are still very much attracted to. It, we would we would have sex with them like in a regular swinging situation. Like, and we and,
1: genuinely tell them, "Hey, we're attracted to you. We've, you know, we we'd like to make content with you, but we do want to meet you for." It. We, we try wanna, to have yeah, long Yeah, we shirt. try to
0: have like a text conversation just like just like it's really probably our truest form of swinging because we text like flirty messages. We usually go out to dinner or go out to lunch or meet them a couple of times. And then it happens just like swinging does. It just happens to have a camera there. So, so typically that's how it works. I do not, we do not swap money. We both own rights to that video that we made or however many videos we make. They can take it and sell it to their OnlyFans for whatever dollar amount they want. We can take it and we can sell it for whatever I I want. I don't get any of their money. They don't get any of my money. It's very separate. And, you know, there's signed forms. So if somebody decides they no longer want to do OnlyFans anymore, we, we're protected. So there's a there, – it's a lot of – it's not just like, hey, let's make a video. You know, yeah. it's a lot of behind-the-scenes right. situations. And yeah. I
1: think that's the misunderstanding. So when And this is how the vast majority of the content creators we know that collab – what happens when you do a collab is you both then have rights to the content mm-hmm. that you made and you mm-hmm. sign release forms for each other to be able to take that content and do what they yeah. want. Um, In the release forms, you can control like what, um what platforms they're allowed to yeah, upload which, to.
0: Honestly, we, we've been burned. If you followed us for mm-hmm. a amount of time, we had we, to learn all this. Yeah. We had to learn the hard way. You know, we had, we made content with some people that maybe we weren't super into. We were just kind of like, it, it was kind of spurt, you know, it was kind of the moment we did it. Those people took, there was no signed forms. They took that content, uploaded it to platforms that they were not authorized to do, sold it, made it so it was downloadable. It was shared all across the internet. So it was for a woman. I can't speak for Dan, but for a woman, I was devastated. I felt like my rights had, been, I mean, of course, when you, when you make a video and, but we had, you know, we were learning and we mm-hmm. fucked up and yeah. we've learned so much since then. Yeah, But so anyway, long story short, there's a lot of parameters around it that protect us.
1: Yeah. I definitely, if you're somebody that's thinking about getting into content, adult content creation and only fans and stuff like that, um, do the consent form things, mm-hmm. you know, do the really, the model release forms, um, fill those out, get them signed. I mean, that's, that's, it's definitely a huge, huge mm-hmm. thing that we, we really could do better. at We mm-hmm. we've learned it the hard way, and even still today, we we could do a better job mm-hmm. at that. But that's definitely the only thing that you have that can protect you mm-hmm. uh, is those release forms. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, not content creators aren't real swingers.
0: Um, What's another? I think they're correct. Some content creators are not real swingers. Correct. Um, but most people are very honest with us that are not real swingers. You know, um, Dave and I met on SLS. <laughs> we neither one of us had an OnlyFans. We didn't know what Only—I don't think OnlyFans existed before. So we're about as real as it gets. Um, I think people think that every time we have sex, it's filmed. I would say maybe twenty percent of, uh, if maybe less than less that, than that is filmed. We play in almost every single swinger club we go to with no phones. There's, that's like fun. That's like the hot. I mean, I wish that could be recorded because truth be told, that would be some good shit, but it's just true organic. Um, honestly, when we're making content, I'd hate to spoil everybody's bubble, but it's not as organic as it – I mean, it is – it's real swinging because we're really attracted to the people, but it's a lot of stop and go to give the right angles, to get the right – you know, we do a girl scene, we do a guy scene, we do – you know, it's it's not as glamorous as you think it is. Um, So I, I don't know.
1: You're right. I mean, c- content. I've had a lot of fun creating content, and honestly, we've had a lot of hot sex mm-hmm. creating content. But you're right; trying to get the right camera angles and the lighting, and th- that can take away from the moment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it, it's hard. Uh, I'm
0: also so- completely sober. We don't make content drinking ever. We're not. completely sober. Um, so it's it's like true, authentic. You know, like I don't I don't know how to describe it, but we are real swingers. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people that you will meet that are content creators and they're very open, that they're not swingers, but they just do this... For content. Like, for content. Like, for instance, somebody wanted me, but not you because she couldn't sleep with men because they weren't swingers. Isn't, you know, did yeah. that come up recently? It's some things like that, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, most people that aren't swingers are pretty honest about it. Yeah. And or at again, least I found, I mean...
1: Again, you know, we have no... But no, if you're fucking that.
0: people that are not your spouse, that's fucking a swinger. <laughs>
1: well, that would be my argument. Is like if you, even if you're doing it just for content creation, you're kind of still
0: you're still swinging. Yeah, you're and
1: I bet you're still coming. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. But we've never made content with somebody like that. No, we haven't. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody we've made content with have been lifestyle people, and I don't, I don't really see us ever. Doing it a different way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe bring in some. We did
0: make content I, I'd probably recently. Bring in a, a porn
1: star guy for you or something. Yeah.
0: We did make content recently <laughs> with a couple that was very new to swinging in mm-hmm. um, yeah. content creation. They had been to trapezes once. <laughs> and that was, it was great sex. Yeah. They were younger <laughs> yeah. and they were just kind of exploring, mm-hmm. Um, but they were very much into, like, interested and then and were already exploring it. Mm-hmm. Now, had they not never done anything, it might have been a little different, but. Um, but yeah, they so they were newer, but they were again, they were honest. We, you know, we well, were even
1: like- you know that whole uh, meeting people to have, make content and not really knowing them. To me, that's no different than like a one night. Like when I was a single male, you know, the number of women that I had never met and met in a bar for five minutes and then went and fucked. Like. Do you-
0: swingers like meet somebody on a swinger website and they text <laughs> for a few weeks a hotel room. or they go to dinner and then they go to a hotel room after that is like swinging like right. that is most people like a vast majority of swingers don't go to right. events that's, don't that's go to clubs you like, know like so i don't know i
1: kind of enjoy the
0: oh like, it's it's hot you're a
1: random person i don't really know and we just meet up and fuck like mm. i i enjoy that and fuck yeah. if you can put a camera up and make a little money yeah. off it i don't know why people are hating on that is it like, yeah. i guess you know, to, to, we're, we're kind of getting towards the end of time. The swinger community to me mm-hmm. is a sex positive, non-judgmental. So why the hell is
0: everybody so judgmental? I,
1: that's what my... Okay, I can understand if you're worried about people coming into your spaces and violating your privacy. Yeah. Understand that. Yeah. Don't fucking do that. All right? Mm-hmm. We are not going to fucking do... We will never do that. I promise you we will never, ever do that. Dan and Lacey won't do that. Anybody associated with us, if if they do that... There's gonna be problems Tell us. between us and them. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh I can't control everybody else. Um, I think as we progress into this social media digital age and there's more cameras, and the cameras are on your phones and your watches and your well, there's like Google glasses or something now. That oh are, yeah,
0: those like Ray-Ban the, glasses. Yeah, those Ray-Ban, oh gosh, Smart yeah. Siri,
1: whatever they are, glasses. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is this problem's not going away. No. Right. So we can't just pretend like oh and, and just
0: bitch about and, it and we're we just gotta, not gonna let
1: any of this stuff into these space like it's we're just gonna have to come up with smart ways of yeah. dealing with it for us in our events i think the answer so far has been giving people the spaces to take the pictures yeah um and then making sure nobody's taking pictures and, and videos and stuff when they're not supposed to yeah uh, and then just policing that as best you can
0: i know we're running out of time but i know there's one more thing that i really want to talk about if we can talk about it all right yeah um one of the things on the Reddit page was people using events or club, Like, obviously, we've talked. You can't film at a club. But look, they said clubs. But like clubs, events, hotel takeovers for people's content. And yeah. I think that's important to talk about because it is a thing. And yeah. I think it's important. And can we take just a couple of minutes to talk about that?
1: Yes. Go ahead. What do you, what, is there anything you want to say? Well,
0: uh, so I want to say that we have – personally learned this. I don't know if it's the hard way, but we've worked through this. Because truth be told, when you are at an event and all of your friends are there and all your people that are content creators go, it is a great opportunity to make content because most of the time these people don't live an hour from you or 30 minutes. So when you're all in one space, it is great to take advantage of that. So I I get that. You know, when we first started, we would, we would, you know, things were a lot different back then than they are now. We weren't hosting, we weren't throwing the party, you know, we weren't as involved. So we could slip away. We could, you know, make content during the day and party at night or, you know, make, Content the first day we get there, and then have fun the rest of the time. That was a lot easier back when we first started. Um, we've evolved to now; it is borderline impossible for us we won't to do. make. I mean, we won't schedule it. It, it to make content during an event. Mm-hmm. It's just. One, we don't have the time. We barely have time to shower, let alone stop and make content. So for you and I, because we do realize that these times where we can all be together are important and we need to take advantage of it, we've just, and and again, we are blessed, we are privileged that we do this full time, that we have the resources that we can go down. So we will usually go to an event early or stay late and ask whoever we are wanting to make content if they're interested if they could come in a day early or stay a day late because it's just too hard for us but truth be told most influencers again are not on our like as big as we are or full or full time they still have a job they got to go home on Sunday because right. they got to go to work on Monday right. so they don't have that privilege no. and they have to sneak away during the event so they can get that content in right um so I guess what the fuck does it matter?
1: Yeah, I, I don't. And, and I guess, and again, maybe this goes back to the misnomer. If people are making content at events, what In we their mean room. is, you know, at a hotel takeover, they go back to their room.
0: In the Them pro- and one other couple or right. ho- whatever, two right. couples. They go to their room, they shut their door, <laughs> they turn their ring light on, and they make content like an hour or so, yeah. and then they come back and enjoy the party. Well, if you're at a hotel takeover, the party is typically at night. So if they do that during the day, what the fuck does it matter? If you're at, even like if a- they do,
1: it, I don't know why you care. Like, like they can fuck who they want to fuck. They can whether it, they're doing it on a camera or not on camera. Yeah, I don't understand why you care. I guess like in some of that Reddit thread, it's like. Well, you don't. If you're not another content creator, you don't have a chance of fucking them. So they're just a waste of space. But that's not at true. It, it, that's to not me it's not. True. It's not true. Like,
0: though. yeah, I might fuck that couple <laughs> during the day, but I'm gonna go to the playroom and fuck somebody else at night. You know, yeah. like,
1: yeah, I don't know. I there, agree.
0: There's also been like, I've heard of some like Friction did a hotel takeover and had a floor of content creators. And the way I look at it is like, good good yeah. i mean like i don't know you know yeah. like i don't know i just what does it matter that they are on yeah, that floor I will say
1: we did one content creator event at the red room in nashville where it's just content creators we've heard of hotels uh takeovers and some events trying to give space to content creators mm-hmm. to and uh, t- truthfully it's not a bad idea because um like you said the content creators are all spread out over the country yeah. and so like bringing them together to do some kind of content. Like, if you make a genuine connection with somebody and they happen to be a content creator and go, and go back to your hotel room and make some content, to me, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Now, I'll say when we did it, what, what ended up happening is because there's not as many content creators out there as you would think. We actually sold less tickets for the event to yeah. the club than so we, we would like lost money without yeah. content creators. So yeah. for us, it just didn't work because it doesn't seem to be as many. your your, I guess <laughs> the people that you can market your event to it gets... Yeah, you know, extremely limited if you yeah. do just content creators. But yeah. but maybe that you know some of that idea of a floor. You know, like I don't know. I think you know whatever you want to do, do it. Um, but to me, it doesn't take there's away from plenty
0: the event. of swingers to go around. <laughs> like I don't know if there's three hundred swingers at an event, and like I don't know. 30 percent of those are on a different floor making content like are you not gonna have a good time because those 30 percent are on a different floor making content yeah. like truth be told they probably would still fuck the same people if they're anything like us it just we would be without the camera like I, if, if the night was just normal
1: yeah i agree i i mean i get i i guess i can understand that well if you're coming to to events just to make content like i'm not even gonna but i
0: no, I've never met swingers that only go to an event to make content. I they agree. do make content, right. but they are also swingers.
1: I, I, in our experience, that's how it's. Been. Yes, but I guess if you don't know that, then maybe I can understand thinking that that they're just coming here to make content. So, like, if you're not a content creator, you might not waste your time trying to pursue content creators because you think they're there just to make content. Like, yeah. I can understand that mentality.
0: I can too, but I just as a content creator. I have more sex off camera and more enjoyable sex mm-hmm. off camera um, than I do on camera by far. So there's still – you probably have a better chance of fucking me off camera than you do on camera, truth be told.
1: Or on either one. You're just a big whore no matter oh, what. Oh,
0: hush it. You're the whore.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I think, could go
0: on. Like, yeah. you know, it was funny before we started this, you were like, I wonder if I'll have enough, like – Tom, I could keep talking about this. Like yeah, I'm it's it's interesting to me, but I guess for the sake of the podcast we need to wrap it up.
1: Yeah. I guess my my point and but we kind of is if we are truly the sex positive non-judgmental community that we say we are,
0: why is there so much fucking judgment? <laughs>
1: why are so people so concerned with content creation? I, you know, I, I agree as long as they're not violating you or your privacy. Yeah. Right? As long as it's not affecting you, I don't I don't necessarily understand the negativity towards it.
0: Um, Yeah, and we've also, you know, I saw, I'm so, I I can't shut up, but I saw like somebody come in, they're like, oh, and when you get in the room with somebody, they're like, can we film it? You know what? We have never asked anybody if they could film it. Quite the opposite. (laughs) It's always been people that are not content creators asking asking us to film. And I've so much had a man take out his phone and take a picture of me while I was sucking his dick you know for him to you know have and honestly i don't really give a shit like (laughs) i didn't care but like if i did that i would be crucified you know so i I don't know i just think it's easy to throw shame on content creators it's easy to like point the finger i don't know it's just it's very frustrating for me
1: i can definitely tell it's a subject that gets that gets under your skin uh but i don't i think we're out of time so no i'm sorry again to wrap it up um, that's our that's our feelings about about <laughs> content creation. Um,
0: <laughs> sorry that I'm so passionate and like I'm sorry I get worked up about it. No, then.
1: it's okay. I think it's good to be passionate about things. And what I will say is this is going to be an ongoing discussion. I it probably won't be the last time we talk about content creation and within the swimmer lifestyle or swimmer space.
0: And if you have questions and like, there's things that you as like a not like let's say you're not a content creator and we didn't touch on something that's a concern for you, email us. Talk to us. We will definitely keep this conversation going because I think it's an important conversation to be had.
1: Yeah. And I think the biggest message of this is I, I really wanted to clear up some of the misnomers that people had genuine concerns that if they went to either one of our events or other events where there are content creators that they could somehow end up on on uh, OnlyFans. And that mm-hmm. that is 100% not the case. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think we have to be careful to keep people – off of social media that don't want to be on social media mm-hmm. and giving people that's
0: probably a bigger concern that to me is the bigger concern mm-hmm.
1: that's the bigger concern but that's just that's not that has nothing to do with content creators that's nope. thats everybody yeah. has to be uh, cognizant of that mm-hmm. alright I think with that yeah. in a world full of apples
0: be the pineapple be the pineapple guys bye bye
1: If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.